All right. If we're going to make this streaming service take off, we need all of your best pitches. All right, guys. Okay. What do we got? I, uh, okay. Right off the top of my head, right? Batman and Robin, but it's pre-crime. So it's Batman and Robin in preschool and we get to bring in all of the villains, right? But they are like the other preschool classroom that they run into sometimes and they have like those in the know comic scenarios where uh, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. I I think what what we need now is we need we need very stupid mindless TV. Oh, okay. So everyone wants a kind of reality show. So here's my idea. Mortgage or medical. What we do is we we show you your life without your mortgage and we show you your life without your medical debt. And then you pick whichever one you want to have us pay off and then we pay that off. Oh, oh, okay. All right. It, it, it's kind of fun, but it's also a, uh, a criticism of the American medical industry as well as the housing market. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I feel like that's gonna cost us a lot of money though. So what if instead, my fake funeral? Oh. Yeah, it's like undercover boss, except <laughs> we take in somebody and we fake their funeral so that they can watch their own funeral. And at the end of the show- Everyone's wanted to do that at least like, oh, you, you know, I always wanted to hear people say, I mean, am I feeling wrong, you know? Exactly. And at the end of the show, they get to choose whether to assume a new identity or let everyone know it was fake. I like the way you think, Parker. <laughs> that's, uh, that's bold. That's risky. That's bold. Thank you, sir. So my thought mm -hmm. was, what if we just took like a sitcom, kind of like The Office or like Parks and Recreation, but set it on like a used car lot. So we kind of like played to the like, oh, car buying, right? That like that crowd. And then we have like the awkward drama of like two people hooking up in one of the cars. Yep, while, while he's signing for one of the cars, it can get stolen. <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of ground we can cover with this. Oh, because it's used, yeah, used cars, yeah. That's the thing is, you know, new cars, we've all been there. Used cars, that's different. Oh, no, okay. Oh, wait, wait, I've got it. Okay, I've I've struck gold here, okay? We, we all can set down our pens. All right, what do you got? Two cisgendered white males talking to each other. Yeah. And that's the idea. I'm now naming you the president of this <laughs> streaming service. I'm going to get right to work on the first episode. I can go outside, grab the two first schmucks I find. I'll throw them in a recording booth. I'll hit record. I will have an episode for you. I, I guarantee in the next half hour. All right. I can't wait to hear it. Thank you, sir. Hey, you. Yeah. You want to be in a podcast on the streaming service? Sure, I have opinions. Get in this booth. Come on. Come oh. On. It's gotta... oh. Hey, you. Do you want to be in a podcast? Um, excuse me? Do you want to get in a podcast? Okay. Get in the podcast. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? All right. Record. Hello and, and welcome to Six Degrees of Celebration, the appreciation podcast. For everyone. I'm Matt. I am also Alan. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. 
I somehow know exactly how this thing goes all of a sudden. <laughs> Matt's car's breaking down. It is. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Yeah, I just had to drop like 800 bucks on uh, new rotors and pads. Oof. But uh, that's not the worst of it because he said if I brought it in any later, I would have need new calipers. I don't know what that is. I don't know what a caliper is either. But when he called me, he said, oh, the calipers went right back in. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> and I was talking to him and I was like, oh, well, you know, the calipers. He was, yeah, because if he didn't, if those were gone, then we need to send it off to Honda to get it uh, programmed because it's an electronic <laughs> system. <laughs> Like, that's ridiculous because yeah it almost sounds made up it does it sounds made up it's like oh shoot yeah if, the, if it's the calipers that whole car has to get reprogrammed they have to go right into the source code the html <laughs> redo that <laughs> otherwise you're turning left and then you're turning right that's why i think so many people are so skeptical when car people tell them stuff is because it sounds mostly made up especially now with cars being half computer i i got an oil change and they said oh you need a software update i'm like what the hell is <laughs> <On> my car <laughs> like my phone needs software updates my headphones need software updates <laughs> I don't want my car to need a software update. Right. I think, what is it for? It goes, oh, it's for your emergency brake. And I was like, <laughs> what would have happened if I didn't get the software update? <laughs> What's going to happen now is that when the robots have their uprising, they will have control over your emergency brake. <laughs> Just the brake, nothing else. <laughs> Just the brake. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, that does negate the car. How has your week been, Alan? Oh, shit. Whoa, your mic just got super clear. It's a good week. I just had my bachelor party. I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, it was really, really great. And I, I'll talk more about it because it is one of my things. If I Can I lead us off? Please. Okay, because I have a special guest <laughs> delivering this one because you'll see. Hey, hon. I feel like Jenny needs like a theme song. She does, yeah. Just like a little clip of something. Her name is Jenny, and this is her story. So what we're about to talk about is very emotionally charged. So I wanted to make sure you were okay talking about it in front of everybody. Okay. Do you remember what happened last week or was it earlier this week? You had a situation. In your words, you were feeling off all day. Mm -hmm. And then when you came home, you, you let me know about something that had happened during the day. <laughs> Can you be more specific? It had to do with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um <laughs> this is this is hard to talk about because i often do dumb things but this was something that i was like this is a new low for me <laughs> even for me well i've been making cold brew lately so in the morning I have the, the same cup i use every day i put the cold brew in put a little sugar in and put some oat milk and ice. I was also having cereal that day. I'm like, I'll use the same spoon from the sugar for my cereal. Doing my thing, going through my routine, couldn't find where I put the spoon down. I'm like, whatever, I misplace things all the time. I'll just grab a new spoon. <laughs> Not until I finish my coffee that morning, I find the spoon. Oh my God. In the cup. <laughs> And the kicker is, the cut is clear. 
I don't know. It's to be fair, it has a band of silicone around it, like a grippy thing, but the top and like two inches on the bottom are clear. And I didn't notice until I went to rinse it out in the sink and the spoon came out and I was like, oh my God. Not when you opened it and like poured water it. <laughs> no. Like wow. like I, I put milk in there. I didn't <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> was drinking it the 40 minute drive to work. Finished it. Nothing. Didn't it hear it. Nothing. No. No. Wow. It is the end of the semester. I wanted to talk about this because not to make fun of her. Um, Probably a little bit to make fun of me. A little bit. Yeah. And, <laughs> but because I really enjoy embarrassing moments that we all have and realizing that other people can gain a lot of joy from those embarrassing moments. Mm -hmm. Like there was a time I put away the cereal in the fridge and then the milk in the cabinet. <laughs> you know, right, just, right. The amount of times I've been looking for my glasses only to be wearing them. Right. <laughs> or like talking on the phone saying, like, I can't find my phone. <laughs> That's always a, like a classic one is that. But it's like, oh. Or like when Jenny fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not embarrassing. That's she could have died. So I didn't fun. fall all the way down the stairs. I, I, I'm never gonna live this down because every time we bring it up, he laughs so hard he cries. I'm, I'm like keeping I, it together because it's a podcast. I but. thought there was another step because we didn't. Uh, <laughs> Wait, the lights were off. <laughs> Did you fall like did you like hit the grass? Like did you think it was a full I thought there was another step <laughs> stomped and like fell I fell into the door. And he immediately starts laughing at me before he asks if I'm okay. Alright, well that makes me sound terrible, but you had to I mean I was behind her. So <laughs> She thought there was another step. So when her foot hit the hook floor, she she tried to go through it. And, and so like her legs just straight up buckled. And she fell straight forward into the door. But it was a sound too, because it was like tup, 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 tup. I don't know. Oh my god. I it's so vivid in my mind. And I remembered it earlier today when we were talking about the spoon thing and I was just like dying. I was <laughs> laughing so loud. Oh, oh my God. It, you weren't hurt though. No, I wasn't hurt. No, like, it's a thing, like, it's like if someone got hurt, it's like a different thing. But I think if it's something innocuous, like falling into a door or <laughs> yeah. like wearing your glasses while asking where your glasses are. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You had another one I did, didn't you? You have, a, you have a bunch of them. The fact that you doubled down on Tupperware. Oh, okay. <laughs> you like, no, I know it's been for 40 years, but no, it is the company that is wrong. <laughs> there was one where I, I used to do oh. this thing where we used to sleep on a very high bed and I would pretend I was falling off and I'd start rolling away and be like, no, someone help. And I'd reach out my arm for her to grab me. And then one time <laughs> I was- she just would let you go. <laughs> There was one time I was actually falling and I was like, hun, hun, hun. And then she just like went off and hit the ground wicked hard. She's like, I thought you were just being goofy. <laughs> I, From the way that was sounding, I thought she was going to do like a, a Mufasa moment. Oh, don't get me wrong. I've done that. But that time, 
<laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That time That's I where thought, you're wrong. I have. That time I thought he was joking, and I'm pretty sure I just stared at you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like the ultimate betrayal. Which is almost worse. Just like... <laughs> Welcome to the Black Parade. <laughs> it's like if Mufasa had climbed up to that point and started slipping, and Scar just looked at him, and then he fell. It's not... I don't know if it's worse, but it's definitely impactful. <laughs> yeah, so just like stare. Just like... I did feel very betrayed. <laughs> what was the you mentioned? Oh, do we do we want to bring up the bike incident? The bike. Oh <laughs> no! Oh, I forgot. That's what would what it was. That one's actually embarrassing okay, for we me. Can skip no, it. no, tell it. Okay, we <laughs> we were in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, <laughs> taking our engagement photos, mm-hmm. and we were walking around because you know. Portsmouth is cute to walk around and we were going to a shop or a restaurant or something and you got excited and started like frolicking across the road without checking and almost got hit by a bike. (laughs) 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 Took the wind out of your sails real fast. (laughs) Oh my God. I was just like, wait, no. (laughs) And then the bike was like, Ding, ding. You should have seen me. I was so fucking excited. I was like mid-skip out into the road. And it was like... Vroom. Oh my god, that's too funny. Oh man. That's so embarrassing because like I almost... It was more like I almost hit the guy with the bike. Like, <laughs> I definitely didn't get hit. He almost got hit by me. Oh man. He would have gotten taken out. Oh yeah. I have a lot of oomph when I'm excited. <laughs> There's the title. <laughs> I mean, it is nice when people share things like that, though, because you're like, okay, we're all human and we're all d- a little dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I had thought about that myself, I probably would have cringed really bad. But now that we've laughed about it, I honestly don't feel bad about it anymore. Good. I mean, there's <sighs> a whole other podcast called Mortified where people read from their like middle school diary or oh, journal. Oh, God. <laughs> And it's like the most cringe thing. It's pretty much like, I'm going to read my old Facebook status updates out loud for people to hear. (laughs) Oh, no. And and, and like read them in front of a live audience. And like the whole thing is like, it takes the power away. They kind of come to terms with whatever they were. (laughs) If you're out there and you have anything embarrassing, just share it. It'll feel better. They might be laughing at you, but that's a you that doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) <laughs> because you've you've ascended yeah <laughs> to greater planes <laughs> have i really ascended beyond missing the step at the bottom of the stairs <laughs> i mean the spoon thing was like last week that's fucking funny just like you eating it at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> just just you eating it at the bottom of the stairs. See, it's like- you say you have such a clear, like vivid image of it in your head, but like for me, it was just confusion. Yeah, like- because for you, you're like, where did the stairs go? Oh, here's a door. For me, it's like, I literally can picture like you walking and it's like you suddenly forgot how to walk because your body just crumpled. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, wait, you need to move on or else you'll just keep laughing about this. It's so funny because it's like you came up and you're like, what happened? (laughs) All right. Thanks, Hoden. Yes, thank you. Thank you for sharing, Jenny. You're welcome. I'm glad I could embarrass myself for your content. (laughs) For the sake of content.
Jenny actually mentioned something that is going to translate into mine. Hell yeah. Uh, she mentioned that she is making cold brew in the morning. I do too. And I want to mention that we have the same exact cold brew maker. A jar? The jar with the sock. <laughs> I mean, the brand is called Coffee Sock. So I haven't tried to ask how it works, but I've had to clean it up a few times. So like, yeah. you just put the grounds in the sock and then put the sock in the <laughs> water? That That's it. And then you put it in the fridge. There's some debate. Oh, do you not put it in the fridge? I don't. I leave it at, I well, I leave it at room when it's steeping. Oh. I leave it on the counter. And then when it's done, I put it in the fridge. That's interesting. I've just heard a few people say that's what you're supposed to do. Either way, I'm sure it's fine. But I just want to talk about the cold brew maker because it's very indicative of a lot of different things. Okay. Such as? Warmer weather. Okay, true. Today was what, 85, 88 degrees? It got nine over 90 where I was. <sighs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yep, it's getting warmer, which is nice. For me, it's also partly that it's a different process for me. So like I said, like I said, like like the pour over or the, you know, everything else is like, a, a, it's very process based mm -hmm. versus this, which is just like, I just leave it. I leave it on the counter, look at it go. It's doing the thing. I've noticed that you like to have these seasonal transitions. I do. The warmer weather comes, you switch out your clothes, you switch out what kind of coffee you're brewing. Mm -hmm. Does that help you kind of segment out the seasons mentally? I think in this in this post-capitalist hellscape we live in, it's <laughs> nice to have a, 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 like an, an indicator of the time. Uh, yes, gestures to the fire <laughs> Gestures <outside>. outward. <laughs> um, it's nice to have like just a transition so like either coffee or drinks or activities so like the joke is that fall comes around we're all like i need to go pick apples like now <laughs> versus in the summer it's like oh my god i want to go to the beach don't you hate the beach yeah but i want to go to the beach um i want to <laughs> you know sit outside i want to have a nice summer salad like <laughs> especially now where time doesn't exist and the days kind of blend together yeah it's good to have like an indicator. Yeah, that makes sense. But I wanted to talk about the maker just because it is very hashtag aesthetic because it's a mason jar and it's like, oh, well, it's this sock and like. That's true. Yeah, I use I, I think about that sometimes. We've got all these mason jar aesthetic things. In my mind, I was like, oh, that's just what it should be. Like when you're making coffee, you make it in that mason jar. But you could have made it look like anything. You could have made it look super hip and modern, <laughs> like clean lines and like a plastic covering with like a slit that does like a lightning bolt. So you see when it fills up. Like <laughs> Could have made a Gatorade bottle. Yeah, basically. <laughs> a 2004 lemon lime Gatorade bottle. <laughs> I think it's just very aesthetic because I, I don't know what it is, but the minute you like, if you handed me a just very nondescript cup filled with water i'm like okay the second you put that shit in a mason jar <laughs> no one can talk to me like i own 51 percent of this company <laughs> like, <laughs> like like no one can talk to me that's like when you when you go to the have you ever been to oh fuck bonfire oh um this is the bar that's the bar with the like free bacon or whatever i haven't no it's awesome. So free bacon alone, you should be like, oh, shit. But this place serves. It's like super cowboy themed in New Hampshire, which for some reason, the, the further north you go, somehow you wind up south again. And we've got like Confederate yep. cowboys up here in Maine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, okay. it's very weird. It's very weird. 
New Hampshire's a very weird state. They serve you all of your drinks out of like mason jars without lids on them and stuff. So when you're drinking cider out of one of those, it's just a whole different feel. Versus if I handed you just like a pint glass of cider, you'd be like, okay. Thanks. <laughs> right. Versus like a mason jar, you're just like, oh. Yeah! Like, <laughs> you, you are, what's his name? Clint Eastwood? No, the, the, the Looney Tune. No, the, the, the cowboy. Oh, uh, Sam. Is it? It's something Sam. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite. Yes. Yosemite Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. You're right. You are automatically that. And you like (laughs) his whole face was hair and a nose. Wow. Am I Yosemite Sam? (laughs) You could be. I have to send you this picture real quick. Okay. Someone sent me the Snapchat filter and said like, oh, this is actually uncanny for you it adds the glasses and the beard and just change it just changes nothing about my face <laughs> i was like where's it coming in oh yeah that changes nothing do you remember when we all lost like when everyone lost their collective mind when you could vomit rainbows yeah or when you could put like uh dog ears on that yeah there were only like was... four filters <laughs> <laughs> there were four filters and, you, and we were grateful. Right. You may have gotten them. You may have not. Yeah. Depending on how your phone updated, you didn't even get filters. <laughs> You're just Snapchatting people with your straight up face. You believe that? <laughs> Which is one text bar and had a character limit. It did. <laughs> Who knows when this is going to go up? Because I think we're, we're recording pretty far in advance now in preparation for the wedding. I think so. So this is the really interesting part. You... The audience, the listener, could be listening to me in a time when I am already married, but currently I am not married. So I have become a Schrodinger's cat of marriage. <laughs> <A> marriage. <laughs> Simultaneously married and not married. Yeah, it's really Isn't that cool. just engaged? No. you're making it less cool (laughs) (laughs) okay so schrodinger's marriage yeah so this podcast is a time capsule as is the case with many types of media right or maybe it's more accurate to call it a time machine because a capsule shows you one moment in time whereas this podcast allows people to view the past and kind of follow along with us as we head towards the present so i realized this really cool phenomenon when i was listening to the mcelroy brothers did I did I do something? No, you just the way you said phenomenon. 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 <laughs> do, 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 do. This is like it's really cool phenomenon. Like, no, no. It's like it's like I didn't know how to say the words, so I just kind of threw it really aggressively out right. there. I realized this phenomenon when I was listening to the McElroy brothers. I'm I'm in episode like 300, which is back in 2016. And now the present day Griffin is married with two kids. I think, hun- how many kids does Griffin have? They just had their second one. They just had their second kid. Okay. And where I am at in the podcast, he has one kid right now. Right. So it, it was weird to realize that and be like, oh, in my head canon, where I thought Griffin was in the universe is in the past. Right. So I just thought that was really cool because that means after I'm married, I really will be a Schrodinger's cat of marriage where in some people's mind, if they don't know me and they haven't found out yet, I will ha- I will be unmarried. Right. 
that's a kind of a fun experience if you listen if you go through anything like like I, I remember listening to Dear Hank and John from beginning to end certain jokes they make that I'm like oh that's like episode two or three whatever but also but like hearing them go through kind of everything like I think Hank had his son during the podcast and took like a bunch of time off and they had like guests but it's just like oh wow he was going through that while recording this and now it it is this like you are forever not having children in the process of having your child and with a child yeah that you're you are forever engaged married and like dating at the same like all at the same time because that's like the theory right it's it's your perceiving of it that makes it reality. Exactly. So if other people are perceiving that you are like in a different spot, then that's where you are in their reality, which is really cool. Right. This is why I've never watched the last season of Gilmore Girls. Oh, because you never did. Well, what's the last season to you? I own all seven seasons on DVD. I've watched them all through multiple times. And at the end of the seventh season, we get a nice wrap up about where Lorelai, Rory, Luke and everybody are. And so in my mind, I was like, cool, we can speculate on what happens next. But for all intents and purposes, the characters are this happy for the rest of time because that's all we know. And so that's how they're going to stay in our headcanon. And then in ironically, 2016, Netflix released the miniseries called Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life, where they revisit all the characters and actually show you how happy they are. And to this day, five years later, I have not watched that miniseries. Really? I'm terrified of losing my headcanon. I mean, I guess. I would want to know, but that's just me. I feel like the creepy collector, the Gilmore Girls are in a little glass tube (laughs) in stasis. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, this is their pristine timeline. (laughs) But if like I open them up and I watch that miniseries, then who knows? Right. Who knows what what, they, what those girls could Gilmore? Is there are are all their last names Gilmore? The mother and daughter, all the two of them. So who's who? The show is about the the mother and the daughter. Okay. Lorelai's the mother. Rory's the daughter. Oh, okay. And they're both Gilmores. Okay. But like the whole thing is, she's like a single mother raising her daughter. She had her daughter wicked young, so it's like. A struggle kind of thing right and then also there's the story of the daughter's struggles through childhood and trying to get into a prestigious school and and make something of herself and then also falling into kind of the same traps her mother was falling into her mother trying to date and how having a mother in that situation affects you as a kid and then you've got the whole other fact that like her parents are now trying to get more involved in their life. But Lorelai ran away as a kid when she had Rory. She basically swore off her grandparents, but then she needs her grandparents' help. Okay, it's like a whole thing. But her grandparents are rich. Okay. Lorelai's parents, Rory's grandparents, they're like filthy rich. So it's like a weird thing where like, if she wanted to fall back under their thumb and play their game, then they would be fine. But because she wants to live her own life, they struggle. Got it. And it's also very, very funny. It's crazy. Witty. That's what I've heard. I've not watched it, but I also know it's the same person who did Mrs. Maisel. Oh, yeah. The ma- majestic Mrs. Maisel. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Very, very clever. Lots of pop culture references. The seasons actually come with a book that explains every reference. Oh, really? Yeah, which is good for me. That's that's kind of clever. I like. Yeah. That. <laughs> we'll see what happens, whether I get married or not. <laughs> <laughs> trial by combat mm-hmm. 
Hey everyone, Future Alan here. I just wanted to check in and let everybody know kind of what the future is going to be looking like with the podcast. Uh, we are continuing with it despite our sporadic upload schedule right now. It's just with the wedding and everything, we've got probably five or six episodes in the can and they're just waiting for that final editing to be put out. So we'll have this episode in June and one more, uh, hopefully, before the end of the month. And then we should be back to a normal upload schedule starting around the second week of July because that's when we'll be getting back from the honeymoon uh, and try as I might I don't know if <laughs> I'll be able to swing editing podcast material uh, while I'm on my honeymoon but we'll see what happens all right I want to thank you all for sticking with us and for being so awesome I appreciate you and I love you let's get back to the episode I'm a bit of an ice cream connoisseur a bit <laughs> more like a lot <laughs> Yes. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think of myself as an ice cream connoisseur. I like a good ice cream. I've never thought of you that way. I, really? I honestly, I think I've only ever seen you eat ice cream once, maybe twice. You haven't been paying attention. Because <laughs> if you open, you could ask Eric Gabor right now yeah. to go into my freezer and say how many pints of ice cream there are. The answer is five. Wait, five are in your freezer right now? Yes. Why? They were on sale. What? They were on sale. That doesn't make any sense. That's like they were saying, half off. I, I bought five gallons of milk because it was on sale. But no, because I will. No, that's different. <laughs> it's not it's different. different. It's, it's different. really not different. It's, no, it, no, it is different because the milk will go bad. How often are you eating ice cream that you feel like you're going to get through five in a reasonable amount of time? Fairly regularly. Like every night? Yeah. I'm not judging. Okay, so this is where I'm going to get into what I'm going to get into. Okay, sorry, sorry. I'm not eating. I'm not eating like a pint of Ben and Jerry's every single night. There's a brand of ice cream I really like called Night Food that is actually like designed to help you sleep better. What? Like it has lucerne in it and like melatonin and <laughs> melatonin laced ice cream. Yeah, got casein proteins to help with like recovery and it happens to be like the halo top diet ice cream that's like the whole thing for like 300 calorie that whole bag so i fell into that but i'm just like now that it, <laughs> now that it's warmer weather um <laughs> where this has been like this is my life now what i found was that like there are different shops around and different people do different things mm -hmm. near my new apartment there's a a place called gracie's that does like punk ice cream near your new apartment yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm moving. Yeah, I didn't know you had picked a new apartment yet. Yeah, I signed a lease. What? When are you moving out? When this lease ends. I guess it does make sense to have that figured out now. Yeah, so there's a shop near my new apartment called Gracie's that does like punk rock ice cream. I'm going to see if I can get their, their list up. Now, while you're doing that, where how far away is this new place from us? It's about the same distance. Because we're moving far west. Oh, okay. Oh, well, are you moving into your grandparents' place? You're moving into the adjacent uh, in-law apartment. It's going to be super romantic. We're going to get married and then move in with my parents. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? Weirdly, it's how it goes. It's a very smart thing. It might not be super sexy, but it's very smart. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. To give you an idea of some of the stuff they have, you can just choose wildcard where they pick for you. Uh, but they also have like apple hand pie or a matcha or salty Oreo. Are these ice cream flavors? Yes. Weird. Salty Oreo? Salty Oreo. 
Pop-Tart Puri, which I guess is just a mix of Pop-Tarts. Uh, ube, which is like a sweet potato, I think. Like the cousin of Obe. <laughs> Mango and tahini. Wait, no, no, I can do better. <laughs> ube is where all the, the lingerie is sold on eBay. Oh, my God. Ube... <laughs> Ube is the sexy sister of eBay. <laughs> Ube. Uh, Ube. Yeah, they have Finamin Toast Crunch. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's a typo or I just kept it. <laughs> Sir, did you mean to type Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I don't know. It's flying off the shelves. <laughs> just keep it as Finamin. <laughs> Please donut kill my vibe. Salty matzo snacks. So this is like, it's like creative ice cream flavors with like a Bob's Burgers-esque naming system. Right. Side note, I opened my notes app. That's where I keep my grocery list. And I found a Bob's Burgers idea I had years ago. To like pitch to the producers? To make. I have it. It's from October 8th, 2016. The Me, Myself, and Rye Burger. Oh, okay. I get it. That's good. A burger on rye bread with Swiss and Thousand Island dressing and sauerkraut. It sounds like something I wouldn't enjoy, but probably would smell good. That Yeah, that's about right. But yeah, so like this place sells ice cream. They have fanny packs. For your ice cream? It's a fanny pack that literally says this Gracie's ice cream fanny pack was designed to hold stuff like your phone or keys or heart or money, but use it how you want. What is going on in Boston? I love it so much. You all are so freaking weird. Uh, they have tiny pink, uh, tiny flamingos. Just cause? Yeah. Just cause? I will share my screen. You disabled screen sharing. I did, and I'm gonna keep it disabled. God. I don't want to see this. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You're, I'm picturing like bikers showing up to this ice cream place. They got like little flamingos taped to their helmets, and then they open up their fanny pack and like shove their ice cream pint in there, and then ride off. Ding ding. They have a they have a sticker pack. I don't understand what they are. <laughs> All stickers except stickers about stickers being prohibited are prohibited. Is this like if Cherry Hill ice cream was run by like a five-year-old? I feel like this is like millennial ice cream at its peak. Okay, that's fair. It's I kind okay. of love it. I don't like how millennial has now become synonymous with hipster. It feels very hipster ice cream to me. I think it is very hipstery, but I'm also like, I'm fine with it. Okay, well, actually, no, I'll take that back. It would be hipstery ice cream if they talked everywhere about the ingredients of their ice cream and how it's healthier than normal ice cream. Right. So they, they make no like qualms over like, oh, this is healthy. This is, you know, I'm sure because I'm sure they do like, oh, we use organic thing that we, you know, support local creameries or whatever else. Yeah, I think you're right. You're right. It's it is like an if an ice cream store was run purely by a millennial. Right. Like they have a like they have a picture of a cat on top of a pumpkin. Just it's on. It's just there. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay. They have a dog on a leather sofa. <laughs> Here's a panda munching some bamboo and it just says deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so God love Gracie's ice cream. Thank you so much for existing. And night food to cater to my two, the two wolves that live inside me. 
<laughs> Wait, what? One wolf is ice cream and the other one is ice cream at night. <laughs> and one of them's like all the time and the other one's like just at night. <laughs> it's the it's the parable, you know? Yeah, I know. There yeah, are two wolves inside you. Yeah, one's one, one screaming one's <laughs> One screaming ice cream and the other one's adding at night. Which one will win? Whichever one you feed ice cream to. <laughs> oh, I love this reality. There's like a 12 hour window where they're both totally harmonious. Yes. The most, it's very yin and yang. Yeah. When it's nighttime, they both hang out and eat ice cream. But as soon as the sun starts rising, the arguments begin. <laughs> This past weekend was my bachelor party. It was. It was. And it was a weekend up in a really eclectic barn in Hancock, New Hampshire. And it was a lot of fun. I very much enjoyed it. I'm happy you had fun. It's going to be weird talking about it because you're right here. I am. It's going to sound like I'm just complimenting you. But please go on. <laughs> So the, the barn we went to had instruments everywhere. Yes. As well as like dust and like wood. <laughs> it, it was really ornate. Like I, as soon as I showed up, I spent probably the first half hour just running around the home, picking up things and like looking at things and being like, whoa, check out this. Oh my gosh, look at this room. So I feel like they had no insulation at all. No, absolutely none. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it had a lot of pictures, a lot of like old out of print books. Some of it looked very legitimate, but you also think that maybe the owner of it went out to a yard sale and bought all the old looking books they could and shoved them against the wall. Oh, 100%. So as soon as I show up, the drinking begins, basically. Yes. We are drinking the entire weekend, but we are responsible adults and some of us are already married. So we are like drinking water in tandem as we went. <laughs> And I, I also want to precursor this because the minute I tell people like, oh, what did you do this weekend? Like, oh, I went to a bachelor party. Like, ah, oh. it's like, <laughs> what'd you do? And I'm like, we played Betrayal of Baldur's Gate yeah. and Secret Hitler. Yep. <laughs> like, that's what we, we watched Army of the Dead. Did you did you have strippers? No, <laughs> we solved the murder. <laughs> like We did deception in Hong Kong. All of these premiere board games. Oh, and we watched Shrek Untold. Or Sh sorry, <laughs> Shrek Retold. That. I forgot that. Which, if you don't know, Shrek Retold is a whole bunch of fans, over 200 of them, came together and through CGI, live action, animation, and just like weird memes, they <laughs> recreated the entire movie of Shrek. All like two hours of it. It's insane. Yeah, we didn't even get through it all. It's, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It goes between genuine retelling of the story through skilled animation to just like a CGI donkey that kind of like clips through Shrek and he's like, Shrek, move your ass. <laughs> it's, just like, <laughs> it's just like weird meme heavy. It's very strange. It is very, very strange, but it's, it's, it's enjoyable. We were talking on the way up and you said someone asked you if they were going to be strippers. It, oh, it was just like, are you going to get strippers? And I'm like, reading the room of people who are here, <laughs> including married men, Boy Scouts, a trans woman and a gay guy. <laughs> I don't think strippers are the move. Yeah. <laughs> 
You tell me where that Venn diagram where, where, intersects where, with where, where is the circle? Because <laughs> I can guarantee the Venn diagram of that group and strippers barely overlaps. Yeah, if at all. But the Venn diagram of that group and board games is a circle. <laughs> it's just a circle. <laughs> I want to say my favorite part of a night like that are the conversations that we have. My personal favorite part of any kind of party or anything like that is when everybody gets drunk to a point or at least buzzed to a point or at least comfortable to a point where they're okay with just talking about things that normally there's a lot of social pressure not to discuss. Yeah. So like talking about the difficulties of marriage, talking about personal difficulties, talking about old uh, issues and resolving those. Those are the moments I really value because you don't feel like you're coming out of the weekend with just a good experience. You're coming out of it with some kind of growth. Which I think is ultimately kind of it. Because like, I think the nature of a bachelor party is the fact that like everyone thinks it's, you know, debaucherous and strippers and party bus and just chaos. But I think ultimately what it can be is just bonding as a wedding party or friends or whatnot. Yeah. And kind of going from there. It's funny because I, I mentioned it to a bunch of people like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? And a few people were like, I mentioned what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And they're literally just like, oh, yeah, my, you know, my son did the same thing. The goal is not like, oh, we're going to like burn down a hotel. It's like, no, it's like we're going to like go out to dinner, go to a bar, have a little, have more drinks than we normally do mm-hmm. and go to bed. It definitely wasn't Alan's last night of freedom. No. That no, was not the vibe. Because <laughs> that's also like, that's also a little cringe. Yeah. And misogynistic. Right. It also honest. implies that like Jenny is like holding a gun to your head being like, you're marrying me. Like, yeah. As if you did not propose to her. Right. That adage, the old ball and chain adage. Yeah. Like, are you are you ready for uh, the rest of your life without sex kind of jokes? Like, you're right. It's just like, listen here. And, th- and this isn't to like poo poo on anyone's like relationship parameters or, you know, the nature of someone's relationship but some people you know just do things differently and want to like their spouse yeah <laughs> it's, 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 it's weird it's, it's almost like it's like a partnership <laughs> we, we watched the special the john mulaney thing which is my oh yeah you know, my, my my wife is a bitch <laughs> and i do not like her <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right my wife is a bitch and i like her so much i really enjoyed those moments when it is just us so we can combat those stereotypes too where it's like Hey, how do you guys actually feel about that situation? About marriage. Yeah, right? We had a plethora of people with different perspectives. We probably could have formed a college panel. We had so many different <laughs> perspectives. And it was just nice to to hear what everybody was thinking and to work through my own thoughts, you know, with with everybody. It was really important to me. So thank you for giving that opportunity to me. It is two nights in a barn in New Hampshire I will never forget. And you spent a lot of barns in New Hampshire. That's true. Weirdly enough. That was mostly a joke, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, that sounds about right, though. <laughs> I grew up in a barn in Massachusetts. I'll, and I'll end it in a barn in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> On the complete opposite end of the spectrum, as you're growing, you know, entering a new stage forward in your life, I don't mean this to say I'm entering a stage back or I'm regressing, but like, I think it's funny how certain content or certain things trigger emotional or mental spaces. Are you aware of the hip hop song driver's license? I think so. It sounds familiar. You, Jenny probably knows it. I'm going to guarantee she does. Cause she's just her. 
It is a sad breakup song about how this girl promised this boy that she was going to get her driver's license and that they would go all these places together. But then he broke up with her for another girl and now she's driving by herself. Okay. It sounds corny, but it's actually a very good song. Do you want to play some of it? I can play some of it, yeah. I got my driver's license last week Just like we always talked about Cause you were so excited for me To finally drive up to your house But today I drove through the suburbs Crying cause you weren't around And you're probably with that blonde girl Who always made me doubt She's so much older than me She's oh everything God. I'm insecure about Yet today I drove through the suburbs Cause how could I ever love someone? I just want to get to the chorus. Okay. Oh man, this is cringy. I know you perfect, <laughs> but I've never felt this way. Okay, so okay, okay. <laughs> Did, was that the chorus? No, but I can stop it. <laughs> oh, we can get to the chorus. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I don't mind hating on things. <laughs> But no, because I need to explain why. Okay. So yes, it is intensely hard on your sleeve, ridiculous. And believe it or not, I am not like a 19-year-old girl whose partner left me for a blonde girl. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> right. So like, I don't know why, but I think it puts me in like the two, like the early 2000s mindset of like being a teenager and just like feeling everything so intensely that I'm going to write this like... <laughs> really soul berry like okay yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. over the top thing about it the reason i bring this up is because she that artist olivia rodrigo put out her album and i listened to it and i'm just like i've never felt more like that steve buscemi meme the hello fellow kids right. <laughs> with the skateboard i like this this is really good um in a really kitschy pop way but i'm just like why do I like this? And why am I buying tickets to her show? Like when they go on sale and why am I going to like, Oh, <laughs> God. I'm trying to like hide my disappointment because my feelings against this song come from a place of seeing myself in it and not liking that. You know how they always That's, talk? Yeah. Yes, that is fair. They always talk about like you feel seen you, the things you don't, when you see the things about yourself that you don't like in others, you don't like that like about yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I see myself in this song. I can see myself making like a freaking Windows movie maker slide <laughs> show. That's what it is. Of like that's exactly and, what it is. Oh my god! And like your ex, and just like I know we were yeah. perfect. <laughs> Sending it to them through like AOL so oh that they could god. see it and be like, I think it's no, what it is. It to a CD and <laughs> giving them that. I think that's what it is, though. I think it, it, it taps. I think somehow it taps into that feeling okay. of making a windy a Windows Movie Maker slideshow <laughs> mm -hmm. of pictures of you like zooming in and out. Yeah, because that's all you can really do. Crossfading, <laughs> wipes, <laughs> wipes, offbeat entirely. Yeah, because you can like actually pick where it went. It just went. Oh my um, god. I, it's also maybe because I never experienced that growing up. Like that was never me. That was never my experience. 
Uh, so this may be me like catching up and having a slight moody teenager phase for like a month. You weren't a moody teenager? Not in the like classic sense. I was a very, very weird teenager, I think. You had it rough. Anybody, I think, growing up with... How do you put it? Anybody <laughs> with the gay? <laughs> no, Not what I no was that's fine. With 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 the gayness. No, it's um, uh, anybody anybody who identifies as LGBTQA. There's a whole bunch of letters. Yeah, anybody who identifies as separate from the like the preconceived notion of what a gay person should be like. Right, and just in general, because I know when I was growing up teachers would not support people going through that. Like that just wasn't a thing. Like the, nobody understood the plight and nobody really supported the kids who were going through it. So right. I know nothing's perfect. Like there's still a lot of progress our country needs to make, but yeah. I, I'm very glad that kids now are growing up in a, at least an environment or at least a society where they can see themselves and people who are experiencing the same thing and that are supporting them. But I assume growing up as a teenager for you, that was probably really hard. I mean, it it was hard in the sense of like, y you're seen as the other. Yeah. You're seen as like the alternative thing. So like, as long as you have people, you know, actually having a, a coming out as something different, then it's, you know, going to be that. But ultimately what we can do is just make it easier. Just like, oh, okay. Like not making it a big whole thing. So it's weird because there's simultaneously the like the want to make it a big whole thing, but also like the, I want to be normal, but I'm not normal, but I want to be normal. And it's, it's a it's a push pull for a lot of it. There was an SNL sketch about that where like person came out and the family was like, oh, that's awesome. We support you. And they're like, didn't you hear me? I, <laughs> <laughs> like Trying to trying to get this trying to just, like egg them on. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, that's. That's actually very accurate. Yeah, <laughs> that that is really the not the person egging them on, but the reality, at least in my experience, has been very much that. Where like when my yeah. sister came out, my parents were just very like our whole family was like awesome, hell yeah, let's go, cool. And I think that's ultimately. So I think what this sorry song, what you got into <laughs> no so, so Olivia Rodrigo. So what I, what I think this is is just like me kind of tapping in. To that little moment in time that I didn't quite get to have, I don't think. Yeah. At least not the 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 kind of quintessential. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not have someone that like <laughs> driver's comes license, to mind. <laughs> right. That driver's driver's license is about for me. But like I think it's just like tapping into that little moment in time that doesn't exist for me in a way. I regret having those moments I, I was a moody <laughs> teenager with very long hair covering one of my eyes. I remember that. I had a lot of hoodies. I remember you showed me YouTube videos. Oh my God. Yeah. I used to make music videos. Oh my oh God. God. They're so good. No. <laughs> so cringy. But in, all, it, oh. it, I, I think if you put them out now, like if you did what you did then now, yeah, it would be looked at as like groundbreaking, never been seen before, never been done before. <laughs> unbelievable. Masterpiece. So brave. <laughs> like so brave, so emotional. Yeah. I think maybe when I'm like 50, I can re-release those videos. Re-release your video forever long? Yeah. I'll be like a bald bearded man and be like, look at look at that guy singing Dirty Little Secret and air guitaring. <laughs> this isn't a phase, mom. <laughs>
Oh man, that little <laughs> that little bitch didn't know it was a phase. For some reason, I'm like southern in the future. <laughs> well, it's the barn. Oh yeah, shit, yeah. The barn changed me. <laughs> I apparently I go to bonfire every night from now on. Oh my god, <laughs> I come out southern, New Hampshire southern. <laughs> Weird New Hampshire Southern was like, it's my heritage. I'm like, well, you're in the north. Live free or die. <laughs> stop, stop. We're we're making fun, but I love New Hampshire. I don't think I've met a, a state I like more. Except for your state listener, wherever you're at. wherever you're from. Or UK or Ireland. <laughs> that one percent is from. Do we have any do we have other nationalities? Let's check. Are there other nationalities? <laughs> Is there anyone else out there? Hello. <laughs> Besides America, any other nationalities? I feel like that's like the textbook. Are there any other countries other than America? Welcome to History 101, where we learn about America and maybe some other nationalities. Okay, so we have less than 1% of our listeners mm -hmm. are from Argentina. Oh, very cool. And less than 1% of our listeners are from Germany. Oh, good for you, Germany. 77% uh, of our listeners are male, 22% are female, and 1% is non-specified. Oh, hell yeah. We have not cornered the non-binary market yet, but we'll get you, friends. We're going to get you. <laughs> that sounds weird. We're going to put you in a camp and make you listen to our podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> no, wait. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be your friends. Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> Help Ronnie. Me, Ronnie. <laughs> You're on your own with that one. We're going to get all the... Girls and gals and non-binary pals. All the boys and bros and men in pantyhose. <laughs> the girls, the bros, and the non-binary folks. Folks. <laughs> Do you want to know my favorite non-gender, non-conforming greeting? What? Good morning, Krusty Crew. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Whenever you need to address a group of people and you don't want to like gender them, Good morning, Krusty Crew. It's so stupid, but I kind of love it. I like y'all. Y'all's good. How y'all doing? Y'all's not. Y'all does not put a gender on anyone. Say, so, but you know who else welcomes everyone? Who? Lakey Inspired. God, I hope so. Wouldn't it <laughs> suck to find out that Lakey is like? If Lakey Inspired got milkshake ducked, <laughs> got milkshake ducked. <laughs> Fuck, did you hear? Lakey Inspired got milkshake ducks. Oh, I love the process and Blue Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of how you feel, Lakey, as long as you don't tell us, you're still pristine in the eyes of the internet. So <laughs> thank you for the use of our theme song, The Process. No news is good news. And I do have some exciting news. Oh, okay. We have a review. <gasps> On Apple? On Apple Podcasts. Are you fudging me? I'm not. Read that. Read it. Read it for us. It is five stars. Oh, man. From Title Rate. I don't know who Title Rate is. Hell yeah, Title. The subject is two-ply toilet paper. <laughs> Perfect. You two should definitely never stop this. It was very entertaining. Oh, thanks. Thank you so much. We're not going to roast you. You're just like a really nice person. Thank you. We really appreciate you doing that. And now, because of you, we will never stop doing this. <laughs> Did you if see you, my eyes glow just then? A little bit. <laughs> they kind of glazed over. Um, <laughs> if you want to leave us a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find us. It helps 
us feel good about ourselves. If you want, we'll read it out at the end of the podcast, like we just did. If you want us to roast you, just say do your worst at the end of the review, and we will uh, relentlessly mock you. Yeah, we'll save those for another six degrees of trash when we take all the do your worst <laughs> and we really give it our all. Go in. <laughs> but you can also listen to us on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. Yeah, if you're looking at an app or you're listening on an app, you found it. You're good. You don't need to go to another one. But if you do go to another one, just search us and we're probably there. Alan? Yep. Thank you for potting with me. I would do anything for you. Emperor, <laughs> Queen, <laughs> Padme, Padmadala. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been better if I just said Padme. Um, <laughs> I, I like went in for the hard mode on that one. <laughs> Play us out. <laughs>